0: PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at
1: pxg.com. Welcome into another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is Froggy Wednesday. Today, we are joined by, now listen, this list is going to get long, but I always have to give the accomplishments of the guests that we have on. All right, 37 professional wins, 1997 PGA champ, uh, 2017 World Golf Hall of Fame inductee, 2012-2016 Ryder Cup captain, 2022 President's Cup captain. Ladies and gentlemen, it is DL3 or Davis Love III. Thank you, Davis. Thank you. Glad to be on. That's a long list of accomplishments, man.
2: Yeah, it, um, it just means that you're getting older. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I played uh, almost more PGA Tour events than, than anybody in the history. So I'm chasing that record, too. Um, really? I've, I've made more cuts than Arnold Palmer, or I'm close to catching Arnold Palmer, maybe. So I'm, I'm trying to chase the old guy records now. Being around the longest um, is a good record to have, too.
1: Yeah, but you're still playing the big boy events. How difficult is it now for you to play these big boy events? Because some of these ballparks are huge.
2: It's tough. Like last week um, at the Rocket Mortgage, I played with Cam Young and Will Zalatoris, oh. and I saw how how it's done these days, and maybe how I did it back back in the '80s and the '90s. Um, just cutting every corner and hitting it over every tree. I'm trying to think. I can't get to that bunker, and then they're flying it completely over them. They don't even see them. So that one's hard. But places like Wyndham or um, Hilton head. There, there's still some courses where the Zach Johnson's and the Davis loves. And back in the day, the Justin Leonard's can still compete, but um, they're getting fewer and farther between for sure.
1: It has turned into just a distance game. It is unbelievable. All these guys coming out last week here on the pod, we had our Chris Goddard up. And I mean, he's like 200 mile power ball speed cracking two irons. These guys are just hitting it an absolute mile now.
2: It's unbelievable. You know, I can't complain about it because I was that guy. You know, I was the longest on tour until Daly showed up. And, um, you know, Freddie was long. Obviously, BJ, a lot of Phil, like a lot of the guys I played against were long. Um, then Tiger came out and was longer and straighter than than me. But um, I was that guy, so I can't complain about it. But, no, everybody does it. Back at home, Drew Love and Jackson Bird, (laughs) Jonathan's son, are smoking it by me. It's it's everybody that wants to play the game. And um, Matt Kuchar made a great point to me a few years ago. He goes, the ones that we see on the PGA Tour, they've survived all these other tours and qualifyings, and they are the elite, and you can't survive to get to the tour unless you have power because there's so many guys out there that have it. It's just like baseball, you know. Everybody on the team can hit a home run. It used to be you had a home run hitter and you had a single right. hitter. Now, now everybody can hit a home run. Bigger, stronger, better athletes um, have hit the PGA tour the last 10 years for sure.
1: Yeah, I look at all this as, as guys, not just the Tiger effect, but like you said, you even hit it long. There's so many guys hitting it long that now I've, I've got a 20-year-old son. He plays golf and he hits it He hits it a long ways. Speed has become the game and everybody's just trying to hit it as far as they can and go find it before they're really trying to do fundamentals which is maybe the way i learned to play golf
2: well yeah it It we've seen it with so many um, players recently if you hit it far enough down there where you're hitting a wedge out of the rough then you can you can survive missing a few fairways obviously um last week tony put on a stripe show he hit it in so many fairways he had a lot of two irons a lot of three woods drove it great when he had to But the reason he beat Cam Young was just a few more fairways. Cam got behind some trees, got in trouble a couple of times, got out of position the first day. Um, He he was rattled a little bit starting off. Obviously, the second day he he set the course record. But Tony now is playing the power game, but under control like Tiger did. Tiger was boring. He was really, really boring. (laughs) You know, he put it in a lot of fairways and a lot of middle of greens, just like Jack Nicklaus. They understood that, hey, if I just keep getting myself birdie putts, I'm the best ball striker, I'm the best pressure putter, as long as I keep myself in the game. I think Tony has figured that out, how to play patient golf. And you know what? Cam Young is young. He'll figure it out. But that power um, is what you have to have. And, you know, this is a little ballpark here at Wyndham, but most of the right. ones we play are big ballparks, and that's why you see those guys, that the long hitters are coming out on top.
1: Now you mentioned last week you played with, you said you played with Cam Young and who else last week? And Will Zalatoris. It's yeah, so the Will Zalatoris and Cam Young. I'm just taking a look at these president cup standings. Let's see. Will Zalatoris currently in 10th and Cam Young uh, currently in 12th. And who do you play with this week? <laughs>
2: uh, I'm playing with Kevin Kisner and our today announced um, Webb Simpson as one of our assistant captains. So, I got a good pairing this week. Now, they're not happenstance at this time of year for me. Right. Next next week, the playoffs are, are done by rankings. But um, the captains are uh, – are Trevor Elliman has that same luxury a little bit too. We're, we're getting ready for President's Cup. We're, we're moving and shaking. And um, we had some good pairings over the last month. Um, obviously, TV likes to have – they have two, a wave uh, of guys that they put in there for – they call it feature group. Um, television window guys. And so I can, as long as I got television window guys, I can rearrange them a little bit and um, suggest to the committee that they play (laughs) that they they play together. And um, I really don't, I don't need to be playing with them other than um, I don't need to really see their games. I need to get to know them better. Obviously cam and will are new to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had, I've had Kisner and and Webb around a long time. Um, but you know, Webb is an assistant. Kisner is a guy that's trying to make the team. Um, they're they're good. Um, I can get good info
1: from them the next two days for sure. How much are they lobbying you for spots? Like, hey, you know, you know, DL, I'd like to play and really I mean, obviously you know they want to play. They don't have to tell you that.
2: Yeah, they don't have to tell me. And I, what I try to do when a guy asks me, um, w- one player asked me, do you think I need to play Rocket or Wyndham, or should I get ready for the playoffs? I go, no, do your routine. I want you to win the FedEx Cup. That's one thing I, I stress to a lot of the guys that were on the bubble in 16 is, if you win the FedEx Cup, I promise you, you're going to be on the team. So you need to just go play and not worry about the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup points. I fell into that trap. Tom Lehman's team was the first team I missed. I played 12 in a row. And I was trying so hard to make points to, to play a little bit hurt um, to impress the captain. And that's not what you want to do. You want to just go do your normal routine. Um, Obviously everybody in the top 30 right now is thinking I'm going to get on a, on a run and try to win the FedEx cup. Like Billy Horschel did that year. So that's what I want them to focus on. And we're going to make six picks. Um, It's not going to be based on, you know, one tournament. It's going to be based on a body of work, but if they're hot at the end, that's what we want.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why the rule changed. And that's why we pick later now because Billy went on that run and the picks had already been done. He didn't get in. I believe that was the Ryder cup that year, right?
2: Yeah. And then we, we changed it. <laughs> and then the the problem was tiger wins the tour championship and we go, hey, hey, just throw your stuff on the plane. We're going to Paris. You know, it was a last minute thing or Ryan Moore, you know, when, um, when he, right. he played great in the playoffs um, and then we just grabbed him and he said, can I go home and, and get some more clothes and come back? Um, so it's a little bit awkward to do it that way. So this time we've, and the last, and for Steve Stricker's team, we spread it out a little bit. Um, right. we got a little, little gap where a guy makes the team. Um, we got a couple of weeks, then we can go practice, which we did at whistling Straits, which was a lot of fun and, and very helpful. And of course we didn't know. So we'll name the, the top six after the BMW. Mm-hmm. And then we'll make the six picks after the tour championship
1: on the 29th. Right. So how difficult is it now with you having to play? You said you played last week at the rocket mortgage. You're playing this week at the Wyndham. How difficult is it for you to prepare to get ready to be a captain? Now you've done this before maybe not exactly president's cup. You've played on president's cups, been an assistant captain, captain two rider cups. How difficult is it for you to play and then still be able to handle all of your duties?
2: Well, it, it's hard. Um, it, it keeps you busy. You know, I come into, um, a rocket mortgage or a Wyndham with a whole bunch of hats on. I'm um, I'm coming in trying to help the tour with their, their fight or their protecting against the live thing. I come in <laughs> as a president's Cup captain, trying to organize guys and, and get, get things done and get ready for them. And then I'm trying to play. So it, it's a lot, it's a lot going on, but Um, as Fred couple said at my house, a lot of times when he come hang out, he goes, there's way too much going on at your house. You need to sit down and relax. I'm used to doing stuff, staying busy. You know, we're in the golf course design business. We run a PGA tour event. Um, we got a lot going on at my house, but, um, it, it has affected, um, my preparation. Uh, I think last week I got a little excited playing with those guys and in a long way. I birdied three right. of the first five and I'm like, I'm going to crush these kids. I'm on <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm in last. Um, but, um, it, it's distracting, but you know what? If I I'm able to play because what you said before, I had 21 wins. I'm a life member. I can come out and play a Wyndham or a Rocket Mortgage. Um, I, I do. I am getting to the point where I, I don't want to be taking up a spot. If I don't feel like I can make a cut, I'm hitting it good. I'm playing great on the range. I just got to get it onto the golf course. I've had a lot of injuries the last, really, the last 10 years. But um, I'm I'm pointing towards next year. This week is, a, a, again, a multiple mission. See some guys, get ready for the playoffs. I go to Memphis next week to watch them get started, do some close things. We're really in full President's Cup mode right now.
1: Right. You know, it's difficult to be able to do that. But at the same time, like you said, you got so many hats on that you're not only trying to take care of your own game, make a cut and 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 you know, make a presentable showing, but at the same time, you're watching other guys. Are you watching other guys while you're out there on the golf course at all?
2: A little bit. Like I was watching, um, as I said, Cam and Will Zal Torres last week, not really watching them play, but watching them together. Like they spend a lot of time together, they're buddies, right. teammates. In college room, they room together on the road. I know all that, but how do they react with each other? How are they going to handle pressure? If this guy hits a bad shot, if that guy hits a bad shot, you know, I watched them. They would hit and they would zoom together to walk down the fairway, you know, and one guy would be in trouble and other, and you could tell that they were watching out for each other and pulling Mm -hmm. for each other. And it's not just two guys that know each other. It's two guys that really get like Can'tlay and Shawley. They're just peas in a pod. Right. And um, we've had teams like that before. Our friends like that before that didn't do well playing in the tournament. And you have to you have to ask them. So I flat out asked Zal Torres. I said, "What do you think?" And he goes, "It would be a dream for us to play together." Well, that's just not, we want them both on the team because they're great players. Right. And then we really want them on the team because we don't have to worry about who they're going to play with we got a natural team. Um, like I said, Cantley, Shoffley, Jordan, Justin, we have some natural teams that I'm right. not going to be sitting around staying up late at night going, Oh my gosh, we, Max home will play with anybody. Scotty Scheffler will play with anybody. That, that's, that's nice to have those guys, but it's also nice to have teams that, you know, I'll, I'll run Cam Young and Torres out there every time against anybody, you know, right. that
1: power oh. Some. How difficult or actually how important is chemistry over just quality players? When you're going down and you've got your six picks, how important is chemistry of these guys work together? These guys work with other guys that are already in over just picking. I'm going to pick the best six players and chemistry will build itself.
2: Now you, you have to pick. um, I've always said it. Like if I'm, if I've got a football team, and I need a quarterback and I go in the draft and I come back with a running back, the whole team's going to go, what the heck just happened? We right. we don't have a, we don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if I go pick the best player available on stats and points, but then he comes in the team and he's not good in the team room and he's hard to pair. I've just, That's off agreed. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I've just thrown off. I've just thrown off 11 guys. Um, well, <laughs> we've lost some guys that could play on the team, but we've lost some guys that, um, that are hard to pair I'll Right. Exactly. To be, you're to you're, be know
1: nice. you're exactly right. And it was so that You know, we have, we've lost, uh, you know, j- just off the top Brooks, uh, DJ Bryson, um, Reed Baba. We have lost some good players. However, the truth of the matter is I'm not sure that any of those guys that I just named, would have been in the top six anyways, and they would have made the team on just points. They would have had to have been captain's fix to begin with.
2: Yeah, Taylor Gooch was, I think, the highest in points um, when when the London tournament started. Mm-hmm. He was the highest in points. Um, there were guys that could have made the team, yes, but they were going. But again, there's so many points in the playoffs. You just had to expect. Okay, Dustin Johnson. He hadn't played a whole lot. Wedding. Um, you know, slow season. Um, he didn't play great in the majors, but you had to expect that Dustin was going to make a run in the playoffs. He he was an American golf hero at Whistling Straits. He's easy to pair. Um, everybody wants to play with Dustin. You would think that no matter where he was in points, <laughs> believe it or not, he's our veteran. Um, right. You know, you you would probably pick, Dustin, and I love Dustin. Dustin did everything I asked him as an assistant captain or a captain. He was a great team guy. Um, everybody w- kind of gave him a hard time as being aloof and not paying attention and not into it. Dustin was impressive to me. Um, I uh, he, I watched all but four holes, of his golf at whistling straights. Um, I follow him around like a puppy dog in, in Ryder cups and presence cups. Cause I just love watching him play. And I love what he does for his teammates. So that, that is disappointing not to have that guy, but really you're right that there, none of them were like on fire and we're going to miss them. Now, Trevor, on the other hand, you know, he lost more guys that were probably going to be on the team or that he really needed on the team. Um, I said it today to um, guys I was playing with in a practice round. Our first 12 is really good. Our second 12 is really good. Mm -hmm. And our third 12 is really good. Mm -hmm. Trevor doesn't have that luxury. Um, You know, he, he has a really good first 12 and then his, he starts falling off his bench isn't that deep. So he he's losing some guys. But you know what? It it gives guys an opportunity. There will be a couple guys on each team that aren't household names that come up, play well in the playoffs and they get picked and they're going to be superstars. It always happens in the president's cup. Somebody plays better is, is a surprise hero for their team. Um, I I fully expect that'll happen for both of us. It's still going to be a great competition. Um, Yeah. I see this.
1: The opportunity is now open. Uh, Dustin Johnson is a phenomenal player. He made his decision that he made. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, But now these guys were not household names at one time. Remember, Dustin Johnson was not a household name. He hit every shot, but the PGA Tour provided him an arena to become who he was. That arena still exists, and there are new guys, new blood that will come along, that will fill these slots, and they will become the new players that we're talking about week in and week out.
0: Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here.
2: Yeah, look look at the last two weeks of Tony Finau. We've been waiting for him to explode. He had a great Ryder Cup. He had a good year last year. The guy hardly missed a shot last week, and he had two kids, an American kid and a a Canadian kid, that both have power games chasing him down, and it was exciting golf. Um, I've watched a lot more golf lately, and the depth of talent, especially American talent, but the depth of talent on the PGA tour is incredible. And here's what people have to understand. Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer were the PGA tour for a while. There was a lot of other great players, but they said when Jack and Arnie retire, the tour is going to fall apart. Well, it didn't. We had great players since then. The tour is going to move on. Believe it or not, it will move on from Tiger Woods and Scotty and Cam Young. Yeah. Every league, the NBA didn't fold up when Michael Jordan retired. No. Then there was Kobe. And then there was LeBron. And now look at the, at the league. Yeah. They're, the NFL's not
1: going away when Tom Brady walks away. It's going to suck.
2: Right. There's, but <laughs> there's other players. Yeah, there's, there's new superstars um, out there. Jackson Bird from Sea Island, Georgia, looks like a superstar coming. You know what he wants to do? He wants to win PGA Tour events like his dad did. He doesn't want to win hundreds of millions of dollars and just get paid to play golf. He wants, he wants to win golf tournaments. And that is what people have to understand. That's what Rory McElroy as a PGA tour board member or tiger woods, that's what we're defending. And what we're fighting is that platform for the next generation to be able to come out and play. And that's, what's sad is these guys are turning their back on the platform. Greg Norman did it in 94. He tried to do it in 94, with his world tour back then they're turning their back on the platform that made them superstars. And how about this stat? I made $58 million comprehensive earnings in my career on the PGA tour, official money, unofficial money, retirement, FedEx, 58 million. Let's say Cam Young has a Davis love the third career starting now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna project it to make $615 million. Wow. Now wow. it's not about the money, but that uh, Patrick Cantley made $22 million on the golf course on the PGA tour last year. Not mm-hmm. in that didn't count as benefits, what he made off the course. Right. The the opportunities there, they are not getting cheated. Um, and you can play for Jack Nicklaus's records and Tiger Woods records and try to try to win one more PGA tour event than some other guy. Like Rory said, Um, Rory and I are tied at 21. I don't, I don't think I have a chance of getting back ahead of him. but, (laughs) but you know, that's what, that's, what's important is, is um, like Tiger says, you dig it out of the dirt, you earn it yourself and you chase records. Tiger literally said he doesn't want them to change the Champions Tour age because if he started before 50, he can't chase the same records. That's what golf is about, is chasing, right. is beating. Um, I would love to beat Sam Snead's record of the oldest guy to win on the BGA Tour. But if I go over and play an exhibition tour for a pile of money, I can't do that.
1: Right, right. It's all about legacy. And legacy means something. It absolutely means something. And yesterday Forbes put out a magazine, uh, put out a list. Forbes magazine put out a list of the highest paid golfers. Number one is Phil Mickelson, $138 million. Davis, Phil hasn't won a golf tournament since May the twenty since May of uh, 2021. That was the major, it was a phenomenal win at, at uh, you know, at Kiowa. I, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from him. However, so have made $138 million. and since he joined the Live Tour, he's played 11 rounds of golf, nine on Live, two open championship rounds, and he's 31 over par, and he's the highest-paid golfer in the world. That makes no sense. That's not growing the game.
2: No, uh, growing the game, here's what growing the game is. It's the USGA. It's the PGA of America. It's Augusta National, drive, chip, and putt. It's PGA Tour um doing the first tee Um, that's growing the game we've been doing that forever all those organizations the rna makes the rules in europe the rest of the world other than the united states they grow the game um playing an exhibition tour hey freddie couples and i made a lot of money in november december in our career playing mark rolfing's kapalua event or Tiger Woods Target World Challenge or the World Cup made for TV events they were <coughs> great TV but they were they were not real tournaments no. they, they were they were exhibition tournaments they weren't but I have 21 PGA Tour wins and as you said 37 worldwide wins those are others over 21 are others um Ryder Cup wins don't count in your in your 21 because it's a team event so There's no problem with them playing these events and putting them on TV and people watching, but you can't come back and play the player's championship on a win. You're not a member of the PGA tour. You haven't earned that right. You, you broke a rule. You gave up your legacy and your ability to play those events. PGA of America is a complicated system, but you have to be a member of the PGA of America. You have to be a member of the PGA tour to be a member of the PGA of America to be able to play in, the, in their tournament. And um, the Masters can pretty much do
1: whatever they want. Um, right. right. They and, them, they- and my issue is, if you want to go, go. If that's what you want to do, and that's what it is about, and that's what you want to do. And I could even make an argument that there are some guys that that's probably what they should go do because they're not going to win on the tour again. And that's fine. And I would make that same argument about the guys who have won so far. Uh, Schwarzel, Brendan Grace, and Henrik Stenson. They probably were not going to win another tour event. Uh, Charles Schwartzler hadn't won since the Valspar in 16. Uh, Brennan Grace won an alternate event, the Puerto Rico in 21. And Hendrix Stenson won the Hero in 19, not a fulfilled event. I can make an argument some guys should go. However, don't go over there, say you want to play less golf. So you've got to play now the 14 events that they tell you to play. You can't pick and choose your events like you can on the PGA Tour, number one. And then number two, don't go play your 14 events and then say, oh, we're going to sue to come back and play your events. No, 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 no. You got your money. Stay over there and play your events. Don't come back and try to take our money on the guys that have stayed here and done it the right way.
2: Yeah, I love Eddie Pepperell. Just go. <laughs> take right. the money and go. Yeah, that's fine. That's your that's your decision. And I, I don't hold, you know, Charles Howell can
1: make a decision. Um. Taylor Gooch. That one shocked me. That one's, yeah. I will say the two that have surprised me the most are Taylor Gooch because I think he had a really, really bright career on the PGA Tour. Ahead of him, I really do. Uh, and Charles Schwartzel being a longtime guy who has just been, I mean, just a veteran, played so many rounds, a super good guy. I've had Charles here on the podcast before, and he really is a good guy. He still is a good guy. However, I just disagree with his decision-making. Those two really surprised me.
2: Yeah, Charles Howell, um, he's got 600 plus PGA tour starts. He was the one guy that could possibly run me down. If I break the record of, of 802 or whatever it is, but he he's given up that opportunity and he says, it's not for the money. Then why did you do it?
1: Right. There there is nothing else.
2: There is nothing else. Um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that they have to tell a story. Like Jay Monahan, our commissioner, said, they have to apologize for playing in those tournaments. Since I'll tell you what two, else I've noticed. Pair, since this two paragraph thing was, I understand that I am doing something that's probably wrong. So let me explain to you
1: why right. I'm doing it. Right. And by, and by the way, to completely say two months ago, it's a lifelong dream of mine to be a Ryder Cup captain. And two months later, that lifelong dream isn't worth whatever they paid you. Like it, it just, it's, it, it just doesn't sit well with me. And I know, and, and the problem is if, if this was being backed by Jeff Bezos, if this was being being backed by Elon Musk and it was American money, I don't care if it was Swiss money, if it was UK and I, it, that would be fine where this money comes from and what goes on in Saudi Arabia, that's what bothers me. And that can't be denied. And that just can't be looked the other way. And I think if you look at Charles Howell's post, and like I said, I like Charles, but if you have to post every post on Instagram and you have to turn the comments off, you might want to ask yourself why.
2: Yeah, that right now in this country, you it's 50-50 on, on any issue except for live. <laughs> it's like right. 75 or 80% against. It is. And and that's hard to believe. If you're in politics, you take 60% on your right. side. Right. These guys, if they're doing it for the country to grow their economy to be relevant in the world. Um, sports washing is a term that's thrown out, but if they're doing it for good PR and growing the game, well, that's not working. You're getting terrible publicity for golf, right. terrible publicity for your country, especially in the United States. Um, it, it doesn't seem to be working. And then if you, if you had fact-checking going on during their press conferences and then their, their statements or when they go on TV, they're saying things that are just aren't true. Uh, right. You call it a lie or fabrication, it's just not Pat Perez saying that he had to miss his son's birth. Well, if somebody reads that, they don't understand. Oh, see, yeah, the PJ tour made him miss his 2-year-old his second son's birth. No,
1: you don't have to play. Right, but where you've gone, you now do have to play. Yeah, you think they Pat give you says, your 14 hey, events.
2: My kid's birthday is during the your big term and at Doral, I'm not going. No, 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 no. You're you're going. <laughs> right. You're under contract. We have to right. have 48 guys show up. Uh, with the PGA hey, Tour, that doesn't happen. No, you you've you're seen sad. guys skip playoff events. Right. Guys skip playoff events and then win the FedEx. You right. don't have to. You don't have to play. Um, and then you know, independent contractor might not be the right term because we're members of a league that has rules. If I don't commit by Friday, I don't get to play the next week. No matter who I am, I'm a life member. I can't just say on Tuesday, you know what? I didn't commit to play by Friday. But since I'm a life member, this is what Phil's saying. I'm a life member. I can do whatever I want. I can't just show up and play. I have to commit like everybody else in the 156-man field. I have to commit by Friday. And I have to play 15 events to get my PGA Tour membership benefits. We have rules and some of them are big and some, some of them are small. I wore shorts today, Thursday, I have to wear pants. Well, it's a small rule, but it's a league rule. Right. You have to have a release to go play in another tournament on TV because we sold $660 million contract to FedEx for the season. We can't have you going off and playing against the tournaments that we sold to RBC and Workday. day. Right, AT and T paid for this, and you're over there playing for somebody else. We can't allow that. Now they do allow it. If I say I want to play, you know, one week on the European Tour a year, they're going to let me go one week. But if I'm going to play 14 big tournaments against PJ Tour big tournaments weeks before majors, it can't happen. It's right, we can't we can't sell to our sponsors. Luckily. Sponsors like RBC, who've had a tough three years, you know, in Canada, COVID cancellations, they had a tough time at the RBC Heritage. They built it, canceled, built it again, had it in, in June. They're, they're a sponsor that's had a tough go. And then they re-upped, you know? Our right. sponsors get it. They understand the platform. RSM, my term at sponsor, they say whatever happens in the fall, we want to be a part of the PGA Tour no matter if it's FedEx points or Masters win, we want to be on the PGA Tour because of what it stands for and what the Davis Love Foundation stands for. And that's what – so those guys are saying they're doing it to grow the game. No, the PGA Tour is growing the game. You're hurting what the PGA Tour can do to grow the game. And, you know, unfortunately it's going to come down to court and then common sense doesn't prevail. No, <laughs> you know? so
1: no. Um, that, that's what where about- my – what about world golf ranking points? So, if they don't if if the majors are able to instead of the majors having to take a stand of, "Hey, we're not going to let you play," and they just go the world golf ranking points. How can that work because these events are 54-hole events, I believe one of the top reasons of the one of the top rules of the official world golf rankings is it must be a 72-hole event. So then to me that's solved at that point.
2: Well, I, I had a great conversation with Mike Wan from the USGA and he he's like every Every golf organization has a vote Um PGA tour, PGA of America, the European tour, everybody has a vote, but he made some great points. He says, let's leave the 54 holes out of it. They don't have enough players in their tournament. You have to be on a tour that you can play your way onto and play your way off of there's, there's so many rules that they don't fit. And what they're not telling you though is, and I don't know if they're telling their players this, they applied July 6th, and they don't fit to, to qualify for the points, but they're on a year probation period. They don't get their answer until July 6th next year. We'll have already played the Masters, and we'll have already played another player's championship. We'll we'll already um, played another U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. They're dropping like a rock for yeah. the next year. Oh, I saw that the
1: other day that Tony Finau has won twice. He's moved up to top 10 in the world or top 20 in the world. And then Henrik Stenson won and he's dropped down below a hundred and something. I mean, it's, they're just dropping like a rock every week they don't play and other guys are moving up.
2: It'd be just like getting, getting hurt and sitting out for a year. You drop off the rankings. Mm -hmm. Um, We've set the system up, the, the tours, um, the golf organizations have set a system up to try to be more fair around the world and get a better balance and more, um, instead of a two long two or three year scale where you win one tournament it carries with you for years, they've tried to, to make it more current. That's really is going to hurt those guys. Cause you know, Dustin is master's champion, U S open champion. He's got a lot of exemptions, but what we can, we can, we can, um, apply the rules of the PGA tour and not allow them to play. The majors might have to let a few guys play for a few years, but eventually their exemptions will go away and they can change their qualifying and say, all right, well, even if they got world ranking points, you can take, Augusta can go, we only allow winners on the PGA tour, winners on the DP tour and um, FedEx cup points. That's how we make our field up. They don't have to use world ranking points. Neither does the U.S. U.S. Open. You don't right. have to use world ranking points. There would be a lot of guys that are. I, I argue argued with Brad Faxon when the Masters went to top fifty in in world rankings. I go now it's easier to get in the Masters. I used to have to win a tournament on the BJ Tour to get in. <laughs> now it's easier. I just got to get in the top fifty. I don't even have to win. Right. So, um, they can. That's what um, Martin Slumbers, what Mike Wann, um, what Jay Monahan has said. We can change the rules, how we qualify for these tournaments. Um, they've been adjusted 100 times over the last you know, 20 years. It can be adjusted again. And what people need to understand is on the PGA Tour, the players make the rules. They're, it's not a staff and an uh, independent board that says these are the rules of the PGA Tour. We have four player directors on the board. We have 16 members of a player advisory council everything that happens gets voted on by the players and we can change the players. That's my comment about a strike, which was unfortunate that they use the U S open for an example, but if they sue this week and are allowed to play the playoffs, there will be some sort of a revolt. I don't, I'm not saying that the players are going to strike, but if those guys come back and pop in and are allowed to play that first playoff event mm-hmm. by a court, it's going to get
1: ugly. I agree 100%. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. And you've, you've been, like like I said before, the 2012-2016 Ryder Cup captain. You've been on other President's Cup teams. How has this affected your relationship with some of these players and, and guys like Phil, who I'm sure at one time you guys were, you may not have been best friends, but I'm sure you were friendly. How has this affected your relationship and others' relationships with these guys?
2: Well, with Phil, um, as a longtime teammate and friend, um, I tried to help, and a lot of people, um And golf tried to help him um, you know save him from this decision, and um you know, I think Fred or somebody said, you know, Phil's just gone dark um these guys know that they're doing something wrong, and they don't ask they know my answer, they know Fred couple's answer or Jay Haas's answer, or um they know what Tiger Woods thinks. They know what Jagger, they're not going to call and ask him, what do you think I ought to do? Um, That's unfortunate because we have a unified group of veteran players um, that, that feel the same way. And we have a group of players, current players. uh, It's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me that these, these guys run and hide, you know, Phil, Phil has not, Phil won't get on the phone. He, he didn't want to, He didn't want to hear from me, and I called. Dustin was great. Let me just clarify. Dustin and I had a great conversation. We're still friends. He made his decision. He understands the ramifications. I get it, Dustin. Let's go fishing. The rest of them, they don't want to talk to me, or they want to tell me that I'm wrong. Um, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to help. So I gave up after a while. I just threw my hands up. Like I'm getting the same canned answers, the same excuses. Um, they're getting fed. Unfortunately. They're getting so much money and they're getting fed so many bad, so much bad information. And they're, they're, they're drinking the Kool-Aid and they don't listen to the commissioner or Ed Hurley, the chairman of our board, who's an incredibly, um, respected lawyer. No, we're going to apply these rules and you are either suspended or you're banned for life. There's not any in between. There's not a maybe or an if in there. Right. And, and we've been saying it for a year. So I call up a guy and say, do you understand? You will not be on the President's Cup team if you hit that ball in London. And they either, I, I understand, I want to take that chance, or they say you're wrong. So I, I'm a, I'm a um, grace, forgiveness, Christian, try to help people out, person, personality. I don't want them. I don't wish any ill will on them. But I tried. And that's all right. I can do. And now all I can do is pray for him that it turns out for the best. But I've got guys that do want to play. That's what I keep saying. I have right. Max Homa, and Will Zalatoris, and Billy Billy Horschel. Horschel. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> guys dying to play on the team. That's right. what's so hard is Bubba Watson and these guys who say my dream is to be Ryder Cup captain, and you know it's the biggest thing in my life to be in well, the. That's ball over. Frame. That's yeah. done. Even if, even if it blows up and you say, you're sorry, you still turned your back on and sued the organization that gave you the platform. That's even our little Island. We, we got a couple guys, you know, champions of our tournament live on our Island that are going to sue. They're going to sue their friends on the Island, you know, for the right to play. Um, It just, it's just hard to imagine that we've gotten to this point in golf.
0: Glenn Fittich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection.
1: It is. Now, let me ask you a question. So, I know that the top six after the uh, playoff events, and then you're going to, after the BMW, then you're going to name six. Now, there are some weeks there, and there has been rumor that there are some guys waiting for the FedEx Cup to end, and then they will declare. Anybody who declares after the FedEx Cup and decides to defect to live, they will then become ineligible automatically for the Presidents Cup. Correct?
2: It's a it's a tricky situation Um, until they actually hit the ball. Mm -hmm. They have not broken the rule, is the way I understand it. So I don't. Cam Smith is one. I
1: think Cam Smith is my concern. I I read all the stuff, and that Cam Smith could be the one after the FedEx Cup that goes. And currently, he is. I believe in first place in the international rankings. Could there be a situation where he declares hasn't hit a ball yet? He would still be able to play president's cup.
2: I don't know. Um, We have a great legal team led by Lynn Brown at Ponte Vedra tour headquarters. (laughs) They can Mm -hmm. answer that a lot better than me, (laughs) but um, my understanding is until we had Jason Kokrak on our points list until he hit that ball at Bedminster, And now he's off the list right. because he's suspended, but he hadn't done anything. You can say, I'm going to rob the bank. Right. But until but you, you don't rob the it. bank, until you rob right. the bank, you haven't broken, you haven't broken. So I think what they're doing is the tour is being procedural. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a procedure to the, to the appeals process, um, things that we have to go, go through the motions. So, I, that is a great question is if a guy says, I'm going to live. Now, if you've taken the money and you've signed a contract, you would be in breach of, so if he comes out and says, I'm going to live and a tour says, if you've signed a contract, then you're suspended. Um, I guess that would, that would kick him out. But isn't it sad that we've been building this presence cup for three years and we're yep. waffling on, you know, this guy or that guy might not, might not play the week before. But then again, um, Trevor's got some guys in his pocket that are dying to play.
1: Right. And, and just like you do. And that's the thing is that you want guys on your team who want to be there. And a yeah. guy who wants to be there is better than, the, and, and is better than a guy who really doesn't want to be there. You'd you always want, rather have,
2: you don't want cams. You don't want cam Smith on your team. If you know, this is his last tournament before he gets suspended or banned you don't want him on the team yeah those guys don't want nobody wants to play with him so and
1: and has anybody thought about it i'm sure you have if let's say in a year or two three years money dries up and the lives like hey you know what we did this we obviously know right now as we stand here today there is no return on investment because they don't they have no sponsors and no tv deal or any of that stuff so there's i don't see where the money's coming back in maybe there's some stuff i don't know about if they just decide in a few years, all right, I'm done. We don't want to do this anymore. And it dries up. Then what happens with these guys? Where do they go? What do they do?
2: Um, well, that, that was my argument to some of them is what happens if it doesn't work? You're taking a chance that you're banned for life.
1: I mean, you got it money, is- but, you, but, you, but you can't play golf anymore. And if, you, yeah. and if you love this game, that's what you want to do.
2: I said, what do you tell your kids? That daddy can't play on the, on the PGA Tour anymore. Why not? Well, <laughs> I broke the rules. Um, it, it's hard and, but, but can, in five years, can you just say, Hey, well, you're suspended for five years. Now you can come back. There's a group of players that don't want them back. No matter what, mm-hmm. there's a group of players that would say, all right, well, we need them. But you know what? Like you said, Cam Young and Will Zalatoris are going to fill those gaps of superstar players.
1: Victor you know? Hoblin. There's a lot of stars out there. There's a lot Holy
2: cow. They're so good and they're just looking for a place. And there's a whole bunch of kids in every city, you know, in South Florida, Orlando, Sea Island, Dallas, Vegas, that are ready to take those spots, uh-huh. that are digging it out of the dirt. I watch it. There's there's 25 kids at Sea Island St. Simons that are unbelievable golfers that just need a chance. And they're licking their chops, you know? Hey, yeah, go on more. You guys go <laughs> more room for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I asked Billy Horschel point blank. I said, isn't, isn't some of this kind of good. Like it makes it a little, I hate to say this, but it makes it a little easier for you. And he goes, yeah, I've thought about that. He goes, it does. He goes, it, it, it does. It, it opens up the door for those of us who, who, who are still here. And, and that's a good thing. Competition is good from the right way, but the PGA tour is going to be just fine. People who think I, I read some of this stuff on the New York post and whatnot, like all oh, the, 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 the tours in trouble. Tour is not in trouble. There are guys that would love to play on the PGA tour. There are guys on the corn fairy tour right now. They're going to be moving up. And what people don't realize is, 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 is if you took a corn fairy player and took him to your local course and had him play, everybody there would think he's the best golfer they've ever seen. The talent level is super, super deep. That's exactly right. So, Davis, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. President's Cup. Coming up September 20th through the 25th, Quell Hollow in Charlotte. Uh, still a few tickets available. I think 40,000 on site per day. They're allowing uh, presidentscup.com to get your tickets. Man, we got a long winning streak going in the President's Cup since 1998. Do you, is there any extra added pressure to that? Or is it kind of like, yeah, it just is what it is? Because it was a little closer last time than it needed to be.
2: It was, it was very close. Um, we've had some big runs. Um, yeah, eventually... You know the international team is going to get get hot. We we um, we have lost one and we've tied one. I don't want to be that guy. No, um, we've never lost on home soil, never tied on home soil. So we've got to keep that record going.
1: Well, I look at your top six as we stand here today, as we tee off for the Wyndham uh, tomorrow. We got Scotty Scheffler, Cantlay, Burns, Shoffley, JT, Tony Finau. Those are in. Those. <laughs> that sounds like a World Golf Hall of Fame of of current golfers right there. So I I, I like. And then your picks. Uh, right now, Spieth, Morikawa, Homa, Zalatoris, Orschel, and Cam Young are your next six. Even if you just pick those six and just win with the next six, that's an amazing lineup. Then you got Kisner hanging right there, JT Poston, who's been playing great as of late. So you've got some big decisions ahead of you.
2: Yeah, um, like Jack Nicholas said, why don't we just take the top 12 and I don't have to call anybody and tell them they're off the team. So uh, I'd take the top 12 right now and run with it.
1: That's a tough phone call to make, I'm sure.
2: It's it's bad. There, there's so much fun in this whole thing, being a part of these teams and being a captain or assistant captain, but calling two or three of those guys and telling them that they're not going to be on the team is, is very heartbreaking on both ends. So um, I'm not saying I've gotten used to it. I've had to do it two times and I've had to help. I've had help other captains do it.
1: Um, it's not, that's a bad, that's a bad job for an assistant captain. Hey, you call that guy and tell him he didn't make it.
2: (laughs) Jay Haas got stuck on bad self service. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get a call through a guy was, was, um, was going getting ready to go on golf channel and make announcements. And he goes, you got to call this guy for me. So he doesn't see it on TV. And, uh, uh, I, I did it captain's going to call you, but here's what he's going to tell you. Oh, uh, it's bad.
1: It's bad. That's a tough phone call to make.
2: Fred Couples says I call too many people, which I think is a compliment. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that everybody that was in the process um, feels like they were in the process and we keep them in it for the future. So, um, although I hate to do it, I'll call three or four guys and, um, and talk them off the edge because uh, yeah, that builds
1: they, confidence. Like, Hey, at least I knew I would make me feel if I didn't get a call, I'd feel worse than if I got a call and said, Hey, not this year, but you really were in, in the running. It was a difficult decision. You know, just keep working yeah, at it. We'll, we've
2: taken guys to practice rounds that didn't end up playing on the team. Um, Dave Stockton sent me to Keela in 91, go up there and play some practice rounds. You, you'd fit that course. Good. Then he didn't pick me, but I felt like I was part of the process and part of the team right. and I was ready in 93 when I got to play.
1: Right. That's awesome. Well, good luck, Davis, man. Really appreciate your time and appreciate your candidness. And uh, thanks for all you do for the tour and for the game of golf and with the Davis Love Foundation and and there there in St. Simon. So thank you for all you do, man. Thanks. Appreciate it, Davis. Have a good one, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.